Hey guys, it's your girl Black Mamba, and this week's episode of The Hate Journals is sponsored by Riri Lash Aesthetic. That's right, Riri Lash Aesthetic. Now you guys have heard me mention them before. Some of y'all have slid into my DMs, honey, asking who does those bomb lashes. One of the owners, Amber, has been perfecting my lash look for years. And that's not all that Riri Lash Aesthetic does. Owners Marie and Amber have worked extremely hard to give the working woman, the working mom, the working leva, honey, the perfect thing. That's right, everything you need in one spot. We're talking hair, we're talking skincare, we're talking manis and petties. They have it all. It's so hard nowadays, we are all so busy, and to have to make an appointment for your hair across town, then go back across town and get your lashes done, maybe wait for a gift card to get a facial done, you don't have to do that any longer. Not only is Riri Lash Aesthetic located in the perfect place, the heart of Midtown, but they have reasonable prices, extremely talented artists, and they're a one-stop shop. So make sure you guys reach out to Riri Lash Aesthetic today to book an appointment. That's Riri, R-I-R-I, Lash Aesthetic.com to book an appointment today. Or you can call them at 775-842-8697. Again, that's 775-842-8697. Let Riri Lash Aesthetic be your one-stop shop for everything you need to look even better than you already do. Now let's get back to the show. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of The Hate Journals. It's your girl, Black Mama, and of course, the wonderful and lovely AP. Hi. Hi. How are you? You know, I think that this is just our season. How are you? Um, I am good. <laughs> I am good, too. <laughs> I just feel so, like, it's just so much is happening. Yeah, I agree, truly. And nothing's happening, but so much is happening. You know, I think for people like you know? us. Yes. I think it's hard because we forget because I think we carry a lot of momentum with our energy. Yeah. And it's hard for people, not only just regular people in our lives, so like acquaintances, like coworkers and everything to carry that energy or to, excuse me, not carry it, but like match that energy. I think it's even harder for those like closest to us. Yes. Right. It is. And so it can be very difficult. I have come to realize my own patterns and like a couple times a year I will run into this wall you know what you're right yeah you are right because it sometimes it's like you forget about it and then it hits you yeah and I'm like wait I run at top speeds at all times and then it's like what's going on how many times does Kong have to beat down the fucking Empire State Building I don't understand like what is actually happening yeah 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 I think what it is is it's a mixture of us yeah, like the high, high energy, and then um, it's really hard unless you're like, and I hate to say this, but like super rich. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. You already know where I'm going yes, with yes, that. 1, like, it's really hard unless you're like super rich and yes. totally not dependent upon your income of which you work for. And I'm not saying like either one of us couldn't afford to take a couple weeks off if we needed that, but no, realistically, like. We don't want to do that. We don't want to set ourselves back. And we both work full-time jobs full-time and have jobs. full-time relationships. Full-time relationships. Full-time life duties. Full-time. And to be honest with you guys and Black Mom, I'm running on E, you guys. Oh, I, like, I'm on the side of the road. My tires have both blown out in the back. Yeah. Um, yeah. I ran out of I'm gas. I'm on the rims. Like, I was just trying to make it to the gas station. Now I'm on my rims. Yeah. Like, that's yeah. where I'm headed. Yeah, and that's how I feel emotionally. Like, physically, I feel fine. Like, mm-hmm. my body's, like, couldn't be better. But emotionally, I just feel 
Yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. I just like want to wrap myself in a blanket yeah. and watch a bunch of TV, but you know you're on empty because even the sound of making that happen and then trying to get back to work in my hypothetical mind yes, is like, oh, it's too much. I'm doing too much. The other day I got overwhelmed when I was like, you know what, I'm going to watch something really fun and funny. Yeah. And I realized that the remote was on the other side of the room and I was going to have to get up to turn the TV on. So and you I was like, a... well, I guess we're calling this a nap. Yeah. Literally. Yeah. I thought the same thing with Kane last night. We're watching a movie and all I want to do is like hold my baby. That's You're like, that's all I want to do. That's all. And you know what? Luckily for me, that's all he wants to do. Too. He's like a uh, check and check. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's been a weird. It's just it's been, been a weird, weird emotionally draining time. And I think for yeah. me and you over the past six weeks, each of us have had our own very special wave of it and i know absolutely everybody knows what we're talking about and i just want to be clear you guys this oh, is 1, definitely away from pandemic this is oh, like 1000 back to the regular 1, emotional drainage yes. of this trash society 1000 <laughs> percent one mine has nothing to do with fucking wearing a mask or not or vaccination no no no, no. i think it's just because i don't i think we're expending so much more energy now yeah like talking and no masks mm-hmm. actually the masks were great because i felt like i did less work visually like physically i like the dodginess of it yes. i don't i wouldn't say um i prefer it but like i did appreciate the dodge that, like, that's what I mean. Like, like I didn't dodgy. love like slapping a mask in my face every time I wanted to go somewhere. I liked a lot I of did. the head nodding. Yes, just yes, a lot of the dodging, the normal like like a toddler. To-dos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can yeah. keep things real basic. Just would you like a refill? Mm-hmm. Like on the plane, they're like, you get a Coke, Diet Coke, Sprite, or water, and just hold up your hands in that order. Just that. Just that's it. That's pretty like sweet. that's life was never like a child. We went back to like being children. Yeah, and, like, everything just slowed down. Yeah. And now one of my clients, actually, she said it best. Like, everybody's like, it's my time. Yeah, yeah. Everyone is on, like, their quote-unquote second act. Oh, yeah. And it is wild because a lot of people are, like, taking it back. Which I have said this to myself, but it is funny. Like, the service industry on and popping. Somebody just said there was, like, a cute... I got my nails done with my... Gal I love out that in, color, by the way. It's just a love the length, su- love the color. A good little summery color. Went out. She said they are offering nail techs where she's at. A 200. No, I'm not going to shout you guys out because you're wild. Right. But $200 signing bonus to just come back to go to work. Yes, because they cannot get anyone to come back to work. Everyone left and said, this is amazing. Why would I want to go back there? And I don't mean to a specific location. I mean, in general. Yeah. Like, everyone has realized what we've all realized and known our whole lives, that working is a racket. And that we would we have we have better things to do with our time, even if it means playing Pong for two hours. Oh. We don't want to... If I have to play Pong for two hours or right. be in there for two hours, right. I'm going to play Pong. And I know right. that a lot of people are irritated by this, but actually you shouldn't be. What you should be doing is really thinking to yourself... Like, how miserable we make work that people don't want to go back there. Well, and it is... Okay, so I go back and forth with it. I really do. Well, you also work for yourself. Well, yeah, but I also worked in... Until I worked for myself. It's not like I was, like, one of these girls who was, like, a nurse and decided to, like, woo, tits up and quit my jog and go work for myself. Right, right. No, I... Did the service industry? Oh yeah, jobs. the service industry. I yes, did yes, 1, the yes jobs that where you're like making tips and you're working for somebody's small restaurant or a big right, restaurant right, for that right. matter. And I built my way up to that. And um, I don't know. I was making like what I would consider fairly good money. But it's not just that's the thing. It's not just the service industry because there's a lot like in medical right now. We just are having a tough time because if okay. somebody got COVID and left. They do not, like, they're like, why would I go back? I don't want to go back. Like, they start rethinking. It's almost, I mean, yeah. you see more help wanted signs than I have ever seen in the last 20 years. Yeah, but people are like, yeah, I'm not going to go to work. But here's the funny thing about it, you guys, because I hear you. Yeah. I want to hit the Powerball yeah. as bad as the next person. Yeah, it just okay? doesn't work that way. But it doesn't. And a lot of people, unless you are really, truly taking this time to find yourself. Yeah. A lot of you are actually just, like, sitting at home, saving that money, 
right? Probably doing smaller things in your free time. But I just don't see a lot of people out there doing really well, thriving. No, no one's doing well because being home nonstop is what we call depression. Right. And so it does, when you have no sense of purpose, when you have nothing, when you, in my job industry, we see this a lot because you'll have somebody who gets injured and then that's it. Their injury or their problem becomes their new job, yeah. right? They have to go to a doctor's appointments and physical therapy and scripts and it's this whole thing. To where it almost gives them a fear of like doing smaller tasks, like having a job would be just mental overload, right? Because at this point you can't even mentally get to that place because sure. you haven't been there. And I don't think people realize how much of having a purpose is what keeps you alive. Yeah. Like when yeah. you hear about people's stories and they're like, and she, her heart stopped for two minutes and she had no oxygen and her leg was cut off from the shark. And then we couldn't believe it, but a seagull came right out of her throat and all <laughs> these, and then her hair caught on fire. And then some guy had stabbed her in the back. He was like, this is a great time for stabbing. And somehow miraculously, <laughs> this girl survived and you're like yeah she survived it because she had purpose she had things that she wanted and then to she get went done. back out there and surfed again yeah she was like okay well they're not gonna keep me down well i love it like you see those stories of like that surfer girl truly who did get her arm bitten off by oh, a shark yeah. and then she gets out there and she's like still a surfing champion i think that's a bit of a stretch for me listen I mean, if me i get once, bit you know by a shark <laughs> you are never seeing me again bye bye girl bye 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 Bye, 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 bye. I die. If I were in the ocean right now, blink, I'm in the ocean, and a shark swam by me, I'm never getting back in the ocean again. <laughs> swam Couldn't just agree more. casually by. And they were like, hey, Alex, this is a this is the kind of shark that doesn't attack people. To be honest whatever. with you. You know, I'm still not getting back in the ocean. I don't like okay. the ocean as it is. So it's super funny you say that because, I mean, sorry, guys, segue really fast from the emotional talk. But can we just talk about how wild it is we know sharks are in the ocean and we just be out there anyway we'd be out there just acting no we don't my people don't be brown people know better we are we go on the ocean for very specific reasons like we're on a boat we're on like a cruise but i will tell you caucasians find any reason so remember that <laughs> show um you know i'm right us and the japanese they love them. Love them. Okay, so there is a show that is on... Uh, sorry, guys. I really is it, paying attention. Is it bad to say? Is it politically correct? Or is it Japanese or would I say Asians? Or is Asians the bad one? I think... It, no, the bad one. I don't... First of all, um, if you're listening to Asians, you're, no one of you are the bad ones, okay? That's not what you... I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> I, I don't like, know. Sure. <laughs> That's a really great question. I don't I'm know. I'm just saying if I say Asian because I know a lot of um, Asian cultures no, will go out and like, dive and... Oh, well, okay, so, okay. And they'd be so out with things. the sharks is all I'm trying to say. Us, I see what you're saying. Caucasians and Asians. Caucasians we and love Asians. The sharks. You guys love the sharks. So, or you're at least not afraid of the water. So there's a show called, it's not called, okay. So it's like I Survived, but it's on the Discovery Channel. Sure. And it's called like, uh, I don't know, I almost got eaten or I almost died. Like it's something like that. It's on Prime. You can get it on Prime right now. It's free. Um, all the seasons, I think there's like 11. You can get it on if you have Discovery Plus, you can get it on Discovery Plus. But if you have not seen it, I implore you to go and watch it. It is about individuals who found themselves in precarious situations while doing an outdoor activity, which is why it's on Discovery, right? Sure. So uh, there's a guy who went diving with his friends and they were diving to get... Um, I don't know, lobsters Those big or some abalone shit. shells. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were diving. And and they he is an experienced diver. He was a Navy SEAL, very familiar with the water, right? So it's not like he doesn't know. He was um of Asian descent and he was with some Caucasians. So the Asians and the Caucasians were together. See. They were together. I'm telling you. And I believe they were she knew off the top of my head. Off top of the head. Um, I believe they were diving in somewhere in Australia, like off the coast of Australia. And he says they, they go under, there's a book, by the way, I read the book. The book is amazing. They dive under and he was down there and he can hold his breath for a really long time. And he didn't realize that while he was down there, he had ended up in a riptide. 
like he had been near a riptide. So the a riptide meaning the ocean moves so quickly like a tornado sort of. But what you don't feel is it is slowly sucking you up. Just like in a wave, it slowly sucks you out to the sea. Okay. So when he got back up, when he popped back up, he looked around. Well, they're, they're hundreds and hundreds of feet away from him. Hundreds. They can't hear him. And the more he swims, and when you're stuck in those, it doesn't matter because you can swim or paddle as much as you want to get to shore. The ocean's going to keep taking you back out. That statement that I just said alone gives me enough yeah. fear in my hate heart it. that I, I want to throw up. You know, I hate it immediately. So you can see them looking for him, but it's the ocean. They can't see him. They couldn't see him. So they go back and they're like, we got to get Coast Guard. Go look for him. So all he had was this basket full of like a crab. And he's in his wetsuit. So he's like, I did the only thing that you can do. I waited and I waited. He's like, I went into the dead. They call, I believe they call it the dead man roll or something where you lay in the ocean with your, because you already know this, your hands crossed, you don't move and it'll keep you afloat. And that's what he did for five days. Shut the fuck up. You're, you can't live without water for five days. He had the, the uh, what do you call it? The little crab guy. It had rained a few times while he was in the middle of the ocean. He used his Navy skills, whatever fucking skills they have. Oh, there's a whole book. And he conserved water, food. He, he said he didn't want to kill the, the crab because it became his friend. He would talk to it like... You know, these are my dreams. These are my aspirations. And the most fucked up part about it all is that morning when he left to go diving, he had a wife or I believe it wasn't his wife. They were long time dating. She had, they had two kids together. And he said when he left that morning, he was so annoyed because he remembered thinking, I just don't want the responsibility anymore. I don't want the kids. I don't want to have to take care of kids and I don't want to have to take care of my wife. And I just want to like go and live my fucking life. I don't want the responsibility of this. He really, he was like, I was thinking when I get back, I want, like, I want to be on my own. Wow. And you know what the Lord did? The Lord gave she him really some time to him think a little, about it. little taste. The Lord gave him some time to think about that decision. And he did. <gasps> and he, you should, you should read the book. So it's did on, he still leave? No. Oh, no. He <laughs> was like, and she was so sweet. She was, um, she was like, I just would go to the water when they were looking for him. Because I knew at some, at a certain amount of time. Oh, of course. There's no way he survived. So she was like, I would just go out to the water where they had launched out at. And I would just pray and just be like, talk to him. Hopefully he could hear me. Just like pray and take care of the kids. And he stayed in that pose and conserved what little water he had, little sips. And he knew how to stay alive, you know, in the Navy, I guess. I don't know what the fucking Navy. I'm not in the fucking the Navy's Navy. Navy's like, listen, if you fall off the boat, these are your options. These are your options. <laughs> and he stayed, he knew he had to stay calm and he knew he had to... He may have had a small water bottle on him. He may have. I can't remember, but he was out there for, I mean, when Bill and I still talk about it to this day, Bill is not a huge fan of the ocean. He actually doesn't like talking about this guy because he goes, I just don't know how he stayed so calm the whole entire time, how he just knew. He, and he's so like, I didn't know. found him. Yeah, they eventually found him, but they only found him. He was trying to make flags out of the, the netting from, you know, where the crab was. Because he had one of those big, <laughs> yeah, it's fucking wild. But it's amazing. And my point of that story is that that is Will. That is even when yeah. he didn't know he had anything to live for. When he left that morning, he thought, I don't want to do this shit anymore. I want to fucking peace out, bitch. Take these kids diving. too. I'm going diving. I'm going to do me today. Fuck you and those kids. You do more laundry and take care of those kids. And I'm going to go do me. And while he was out there, you it's amazing what kind of perspective when your life is in your hands. When you oh, are the only one, because fucking Coast Guard finding you is luck. That's luck. And them being really good at their jobs, right? Yeah. But the ocean's still the ocean. That's a needle in a haystack. I mean, you'll hear the Coast Guard say it all the time. It's still a needle in a haystack. I mean, you can't see them in the water. It's difficult as it is. They're wearing a wetsuit, which is all black. Right. So, 
And he was of Asian descent, so he had dark skin. So it's hard to see him in the middle of the ocean. That story alone really makes me feel actually just re-energized being here on land. In right? In the high desert. I, I don't understand what people's callings are. If you get bit by... Like, you see it all the time. People are like, I got bit. He took off half my leg, but didn't stop me. I was back in the ocean in 10 days. Well, you're an idiot. You don't learn. Oh, my God. I'm just letting you know. Like, you burned your hand on the stove and you didn't learn. As a child, I remember being like, oh, sharks, but I'll still put my feet. Now I'm an adult, grown-ass woman. I'm like, you know what? I can't bite my luck. I got to bide my time. So I don't remember if I told you the story, but I, when I went on that cruise, um, you know, I was in Europe, and I did a cruise in around the Greek islands. And one night I had a beer. I went to, like, that was my nightcap. I was just going to have a beer and walk around the outside of the, of the boat and just like take in the, you take it all in. Beautiful. And one night the sun is setting and we're on the Black Sea and we are hauling ass because we're trying to make it to the next port. We were running late and we are moving. I mean, you look down in the boat and it's almost, if you've ever been on a, have you ever been on a cruise ship? Yeah. So, you know, you look down and you're like, okay, well, this is intense. Yeah. So. It's shocking how fast. It's shocking how fast they move with that much on board. Yeah. And this was one of their, like, five-tiered cruise. It was a big girl. So, one night I'm out there, I'm drinking my beer, and I'm looking over at the water, and I see all these nets. Like, one here, one there, or whatever. And I see a camera, and the captain walks by, and he's just like, morning or good evening ma'am you doing okay and i said yeah quick question because you know the railing comes up to i would say my collarbone on someone our height you know but if you're taller if you're six foot i mean it's coming up to your waist so i'm like uh what happens if someone boop right now if i like right now if you just push me off into the water what would happen he goes oh i'll tell you exactly what would happen just so you're aware because i said is that why you have the cameras he goes, the cameras are actually just sign of life because we're just going to track down where you went on. Hopefully we caught it on camera. He goes, number one, hopefully if somebody falls over, we catch it on camera. Now, if you get off the camera, hopefully one of the nets gets you. I go, well, what? Okay, well, this seems like a very flawed system. Um, what happens if the none of those things work? He goes, by the time... We stop the boat. Like, let's say someone saw you fall off the boat. Yeah. Blow the whistle, stop the boat. You'd be five miles away. That's how fast and hard the propellers working on this particular ship. The it would shoot you so far out. It would take. It'd be like finding a needle in a haystack. And I remember my throat getting really tight. And for the rest of the trip, I was like, "Bitch, you will not catch me tripping outside near these." No. Absolutely not. No. I will be inside looking through like a fucking fish. Like I'm in an aquarium. <laughs> like you're out of your fucking mind. No, I actually, I know exactly what you're talking about. And it's That's very it's, scary. It's terrifying. 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 Uh, the open water really scares me. I remember um, being in Ibiza with my husband and we were swimming around. And all of a sudden, like I when I get in water, sometimes I feel like I turn into like just a small child. And I'm just out there. I'm just like, yes, that's swim, me. Swim, yes. swim, Yeah, I love it. I love Especially it. Especially when I'm near a boat. Yeah. Swim, swam in. Oh, yeah. And all of a sudden I look around and I'm like looking down and it's just nothingness. And the boat is pretty close behind me. So I wasn't like drifted out or anything, but I just looked down and I was like, Ian, look down into the water. Like, look down and look out and look down. And he saw and got the concept of exactly right, what right, I saw. And right. he was like, we're getting back on the boat. <laughs> Some people, it does and not bother it them. started to like, and for me, I don't know. That was one of the first times in my life I ever got like that chest tightness. But you, you realize how insignificant yeah, you are. percent. Yeah, in a situation yeah. like the sea. I mean, oh, yeah. when I hear, really, you guys, if you haven't watched that, if you haven't watched that show, please watch it. I do implore you to because... It is insane the number of stories you hear on that show. And it was like, I believe it's 10 seasons or eight seasons, uh, quite a substantial amount. Yeah. I want to say each season has probably like 15 stories. It is amazing to hear how many people get sucked out just because the water is doing the water's thing. Oh, like, yeah. 
it was just being water and you got into <laughs> its way and it sucked you out into the ocean and no one could hear. I remember one girl going, I was swimming so hard. It was a woman, two guys, a woman and two guys and they were on a trip and they had gotten off to go scuba diving or not scuba diving, uh, just splashing around the, near the boat and they got under and the, they didn't realize the water had sucked them out. And when they got up, they could you could she could see, she could see them looking for for them, and they were screaming and they were out there and the one guy died the one guy ended up dying, and you just all of that you replay and you're like all of that because you had to go into the ocean get up get up get into a pool. <laughs> There's enough in the world against you. You get in cars every day. You survive that. You know you go to yes, the grocery store. There's no mass percent. mass shootings, right? And they happen I, all the time. Like yeah. we we dodge We're dodging those. bullets all day. Why are why and must we figuratively? Why must we? Well, actually, they were saying. Um, I was talking to a lady, and the ocean and water. The reason we're drawn to it is because it is, ironically enough, very healing. So you want to hear something interesting? So my husband works for a company that um, does like visual imagery and um, music, and it's meant to, especially like cancer patients, really calm them down during their treatments or during a very stressful time. It's really meant to calm down. It's really nice. I really enjoy it. I asked him once, "Why do you not ever have water?" Because they have psych psychologists that that research all of the visual imagery they use. Yeah. And he goes, because people do not, it causes people mentally to think about drowning. Water does. So that's why it's not actually common. Okay. Well, riddle me Surface this. level, you, yes, you think hearing the water. Yes. He goes, but looking at oceans, dolphins, in your dreams, in your subconscious, it actually causes nightmares for people. And that's does why they're not, not huge fans me. of it. I was like, yeah, it makes well, sense. Well, okay, get this. This is like a new thing that's coming out in day spas. This is just a fucking trip. Yeah. It is a pod where it's um, a bunch of salt water. You lay down. You open your arms. They close the pod and make it pitch black. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. First of all, I don't want to be in the dark. Okay, I just have to know, I don't like, like whoever's down for that, you are enlightened. And the reason why is I because guess. to trust a system to make sure that you don't fucking drown to death in that pod, in the dark, No, let alone yourself. Absolutely And not. I love the water. And Absolutely that not. sounds like my living. You sounds know like that I, most time I'm afraid, afraid on a plane, truly? Hmm. Over water? Over water. And it is not because of dying in a plane crash. It is because I am scared to death of surviving the landing into the water. <laughs> Nobody evacuates correctly. It fills with water and I fucking drown to death. Now, isn't that the fucking irony? Um, no, because that is my exact nightmare is that I, I will like, survive. If we hit a fucking mountain, mm -hmm. whatever. It happened. Right. If I just boo boo, I'm out of the sky. Right. right. It happened. Right. Things happened. I passed out on the way down. Didn't even know what was going on. If fucking... The people who promised to protect my safety and open the side please, doors please. because they wanted the extra leg room. Please, they look hungover. Also, they need the extra leg room because, I'm sorry, frankly, sometimes they're larger individuals. And I just And don't some of you think, don't even look like you can follow directions. That's what I'm saying. Like, you're please. not, like, you're not hopping, you're not too sweeting my way out of there. No, So not. then the plane floods, I drown. <laughs> That's really going to grind my gears. So I've already if thought. If I survive the crash and drown, just know I was pissed. Here's my worst fear. I, you know me, I love a good like story. So I was listening to This American Life and they were talking about, I can't remember what it was about. It was about a war. Okay. That was going on. Yeah. And the whole point of the reason why they were talking about this was that a plane full of Americans and fuck Asians, damn it. Asians, we're coming in hot on you this week. We love you. Um, the plane had crashed, and where it had crashed was there was a diplomatic issue because there was a war going on. They couldn't just do what they would normally do is send in help to go and get them. America was like, we'll go in. They were like, we'll fucking send a nuke. And then the Chinese were like, we'll go. And they were like, no, 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 no. So they're all arguing back and forth. Meanwhile, the people on the ground, large numbers, survived. They, the people have survived. However, again, nightmare scenario. <laughs> they're surrounded by a ring of fire. 
because they fucking landed in a fucking forest. The forest is now on fire around them, and they all died. They all died from the uh, forest fire. Correct. You've got to be fucking. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't lie to you. I would not lie to you. This is why when people tell me they're like you're paranoid, I'm like fuck you. I have heard every horrible scenario that could go you're down. Just not gonna catch me slipping. You know what I mean? I, listen, because I understand things happen, but you must be prepared. You guys, <laughs> I'm bleeding out. I'm jugular neck. I'll do you, you do me. Like, I'm... Do you think that would be the, the move? If they gave you, instead of on the planes... Yeah. If I wish the captain would come on and go, this is your captain speaking. Um, okay, so there is no hope. We are uh, going to brace for a very hard impact into the Atlantic Ocean. That's right, I said Atlantic. It's going to be cool. Um, now, for some of you who are ready for this... Reach above you, uh, grab your uh, mask and put it over your child, your face, and then your child. For those of you who are not feeling confident in our survival rate, if you reach under the seat, there is a nine millimeter. Feel free to, uh, there's only one bullet, can't go on a shooting spree. But if you'd like to take your life into your own hands, uh, this would be the time to do it. Uh, captain out. Not to mention, I give, I tip my hats to captains because they are never going to survive because they're okay, in the front. Okay, so you went super dark with that. I thought for sure it, you were going to be like, the gas released is not, it's just like the night-night gas. They're like, we're not surviving this night-night gas. Oh, I didn't. And then well, we all, I thought no, because what, like what if you want to ride it out? What if you're one of those people that's like, no, I am a strong swimmer. In the middle of the Atlantic. I know to do the dead man's pose and someone will come eventually. Some people have, and that's my point, is extreme hope. Some people, and you you know who people have hope? God love people them. who have fulfilled lives. They have husbands that's and wives and true. kids and jobs they love and a career that they forge and all of these great things. You cannot not work. Full circle. You cannot not do nothing with your life. Wow. Because if that you don't, was an you like that? Incredible. Yeah. Because those people who are like, all right, let me put my head in between my legs. You buckle down. This is what we're going to do when we land. People who have plans in scenarios where you hear these horrific stories and you're like, how did your mom let the, or how did your mom know to get you out of that grocery store and you didn't get shot? Because those people have something to live for. That is so true. And when you have something to live for, wow. you will fight a full grizzly bear, as we have seen, in order to live. But people who have given up. I see it all the time in medical. Older adults, you know, old folks, they just decide one night when they go to bed, well, this is it, Myra, this is it. And they go to sleep and Pop Pop went night-night and never woke up. That was Pop Pop's plan. Pop Pop wanted to go night-night. You gotta want to live, and in order to live, I'm not saying that your job should be... Yeah, or the shit job you left, but you guys... Find something be, you love. And I know pride is one of those seven... What is it? Sins, seven deadly sins. Yeah. But honestly, having a little pride in what you do, I really don't think actually is a seven deadly sin. I think it's uh, made up. I think loving what you do, enjoying what you do, correct, is a crucial element to life. And uh, giving back to society, leaving oh, absolutely, leaving That's something. You know, point. I always say that I, I, as much as we fuck around and joke around, I also understand this lives forever, and I want to be proud of whatever I've done and whatever time that I've had left. And know that you've made an impact in some way. I don't want to just be taking from this earth. Taking, 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 taking. No. And never giving anything back. And we all have something to give. It Nothing is insignificant. If we've learned that. If you've learned anything from COVID. No, nothing. No job is insignificant. Completely. You should have learned that from COVID. The people, what we experienced being um, inconvenienced, right? Having to get your grocery shipped to you, having you really start to put in. Oh wow, someone had that job. Wow, the checkers really do have a really hard job. Man, I have to self check out for the last year. That wasn't easy. Right. Or you know, just the yeah. simplest shits. No jobs are inconsequential. So I know we all feel that way sometimes, but I do, am a firm believer in doing what you love. You you've got to find something that's your passion, and sometimes that means working a job you fucking hate until you can bridge to that passion. And your passion may not they may not make you a lot of money or give you all the accolades, but if you're happy, that's all that matters. If you're in a fire in the woods after you survived a plane crash, 
<laughs> you are going to need some hope. I love it. Or you're going to get burnt alive, and that's not a great way to die. I fucking love it. Right? Full I circle. Do. Full circle. That was actually one of our best full circles mm -hmm. yet. You really nailed that. Mm -hmm. Teed it up. Knocked it out of the park. I think about it all the time. I'm like, do not leave this world as a piece of shit. Oh, do I do. I think about that better. regularly, too. Do better. Do better, too, because you want people to be, um, and I say this, and I know it sounds very conceited, but every person should want to inspire another person to do something better or different. And I always want to put forth a foot that inspires other people even in the ways, and I'm sure you've had that, where you've had people come up to you and go, you don't even know that you've done this in my life, but you did this thing in my life. Yes, I have had that. And it's a very amazing feeling. And it's almost uh, uncomfortable because you're like, okay, well, don't put too much into yeah. what I bullshit yeah. at all. Because I bullshit but, a lot. Yeah, but it is it is something to be said about um, really inspiring someone and whatever that means. Yeah, I think I we totally should really agree. gravitate towards that. Look at us. Just growing and showing. Okay, so I really do have... Okay, so do you have a hate journal entry? Because you did not have one last week. Um, Of course, my iPad is dead. Never prepared on time. But I, uh, I've i gone... I went first last... Or I had one last week. Um, And I just want to know if you want to... If you have one, because I always, always... Always... I know. Um, I have a thought. I don't necessarily know if it's a hate journal entry worthy okay. yet, okay. but it kind of goes back to our, I was wondering, I was going to ask you to this week, if anybody wrote back on the midsize body on like when we were talking a couple episodes about no the shape of the bodies, you guys, I really wanted some feedback because I have lately been following some more body positive yes. women. Okay. And their sizing. And I, I found one chick and I really enjoyed her. And um, I think I have, I've decided that if you want to label your body something that you can do that and I shouldn't be annoyed about it. So was it that you were annoyed about the labels? Well, I just thought like, annoyed? why are we fucking labeling everything? Like pretty soon we're going to be like, not only are you going to be skinny or fat, so then you're going to be like medium <laughs> fat and then you're going to be extra fat. Then you're going to be like... <laughs> Double the triple times fat. And then you're going to be, like, really skinny. And then you're going to be, like, kind of skinny. And then you're going to be, like, I don't know if this is a good thing or a bad thing. It sounds like a good thing. But I'll I'll give it to you. Um, we've probably talked about this before, too. Um, people, a lot of people have always called me really healthy. You're a very healthy girl. Or, yeah. like, you're just, like, really normal. You're really normal and healthy. Yeah. Like, the words you're saying to me... I get sturdy. I get feel... you're very sturdy. Oh, yeah. I've gotten, like, healthy. Like, you're very healthy. And I'm like... like well, I'm not a tree. Like, watered and fertilized. <laughs> like, what What qualifies me as healthy and her right. as a supermodel? Right. It doesn't make... <laughs> Both of those words don't sound, like, terrible. But one has the undertone of not the other. <laughs> yeah, like, because... It's almost like it's, it's almost like when someone goes, "Did you do something different to your face?" Yeah, it's interesting. It's interesting. Oh, is that a new piercing? Oh, interesting. That's interesting. You're yeah. like, I don't know what that means. Does, yeah. Do you not like? First are of you, all, are you interested? Are you interested? Like, you don't know what how you feel yet. And if that's the case, keep it to yourself. Yeah. Until you know how to feel. So yeah, I know what you mean. Um, I was just kind of perusing some of that. The weeks have been. I haven't really been picking up on a lot besides my own shit. So one of the things that has cheered me up is looking at outfits for women that I feel like for my body type would be nice. And they're still calling themselves all sorts of fucking shit. And I'm like, all right. So I do. All of it's very strange to me, but I do enjoy. I just like size and charge that are accurate. Can That's I just it. say, all right, fine. That's all I want. Like, whatever's going to make my sizing chart the most accurate, yeah, I really don't because care. Because I don't have time to go to Kohl's to return my Amazon $23 purchase, and it will not move. Absolutely It'll not. It'll stay in the junk pile, and then I'm fucked. 1,000%. So that's all I really have. You I guys, like I know I haven't been bringing the heat, but don't worry. It's coming. It's coming. We got to fill that cup back up, and then we'll be fine. The cupeth will runneth over very soon. I, um... I really, I 
really have an issue as of late. Because the no mask thing is really bringing it out. Um, I know that, like, we don't have masks anymore, right? Like, I get it. But can we stop? That doesn't mean we need to go back to doing things that we did before. Oh, like makeup trends and stuff. So I am, I am really, um, uh, there's a few things with the mask thing that I'm, yeah. So the number, first thing is this. Um, I don't need you to stand so close to me and speak. Like back up, back up, back up. Um, I understand we all have masks on, but, um, like mouthwash is still a thing that everyone should be consistently using. <laughs> a good floss, a good brush, um, a good mint, mm. a good mint. Mm. Um, gum never went out. Gum or did it? It did not. Um, I was popping gum even in my mask. Uh, I just feel like that'd be like a refreshing, like right. Like I wanted to refresh myself. I don't understand why people now with the masks off are standing closer than ever. I need you to back up. If you spit into my eyeball, if my eyeball catches some of your spit that's spittled out of your mouth, I'm going to need you to acknowledge that and apologize immediately. Like back, like, it, oh my God, I'm too close. I am so sorry. I am so close to you that the insides of my mouth sped out of my mouth into your eye. Back up. Yeah. Okay. People are definitely getting a little wild post-pandemic. And we're not totally, wild. totally, totally out of the woods yet. But you guys are getting wild. I will say, I was in wild. the grocery store and somebody was like, basically, like, he was just, like, resting his head on my shoulder. <laughs> he was like, hey, what you And he care? was like, hey, God, I'm just kind of tired. Hey. I'm just going to hang out here right now. Back up. I saw this lady and in the I grocery store who was doing the like, same. I'm really sad that you're tired, but I will shoot you in the face. In the face. <laughs> I mean that. With whatever I have. Maybe it's mace. Maybe it's not. I went to Walmart out here, which... Instant mistake. <laughs> Instant mistake. Instant mistake. Yeah, you always have to go to the quality... Walmart. I know, I know better, but I was tired. I was in a pinch. Yeah, I was, and I left think. Best Buy. And I, okay. Which I had a fabulous interaction, by the way, in Best Buy. I bought for Bill for um, Father's Day. We got, I got us um, HomePod minis. And um, when I got the HomePod home, there was no charger. And the new chargers are expensive. The new C chargers are expensive. And uh, when I went back, they were just so pleasant. And the guy was like, it is not about the money. It is about making sure that you got what you needed when you opened that box. You didn't get that. We're going to make that. We're going to change that today. I was like, I, I did not. I, first of all, I came in. I just needed like out of five customer service. You gave me 10. I only needed five. Yeah. This was a five issue. I just need the charger. Like either get me a charger or get me a new iPod or the HomePod mini. You came in at a 10. Love like, it. I don't know if you just got employee of the month or you're trying to get employee of the month or you just got hired. But or either way. You're bringing it. You're bringing heat. I, I appreciate it. it. Yeah. Um. I went into Walmart, and I'm in line, and I heard my name like a thousand times, and it was a mixture of like patients and people I went to school with. One guy really blew my tits off. <laughs> Do you so good when you hear it. And this is what my hate journal entry is going to be about, but I'm going to get to your, okay, so I'm in the line and there's a lady in front of me and this really nice checkout clerk, she sees, I didn't even see it, but there had, someone had spilled something on the ground. The lady in front of me is just in the lady in front of her's ass. Like she is, this lady hasn't even stuck in her car, like she's not even done scanning her shit yet. And she is basically checking out with her. She's like, so are we putting this on debit or credit or, I'm like, back but fine. If this lady doesn't want to say anything to you, that's between you and her. But this really nice older lady who's working at Walmart comes out and she's like spraying. So spraying. What happens when you spray? You mist. Yeah. You smell it. Move the fuck out of the way. Instead, this lady's not moving her foot. And the lady who's cleaning up isn't saying anything. Like she just wants to get this mess cleaned up. 
So finally, this lady forces me to, as an adult, to another adult, go, ma'am, ma'am, can you move so she can clean this? She's like, I didn't even see her. I'm like, you didn't see a full human by your feet. The worst Spray. part is that she probably didn't. That's part of the problem. Well, that's part of the problem. That's what I'm saying. You're that out of touch. This is how you get murked in a grocery store. You're not even paying attention to who's around you. You're surrounding. There's a woman at your feet cleaning. Cleaning. Yeah. You've learned nothing. See, you, ma'am, you've learned nothing from this pandemic. You're the reason why we're in this mess. More and more when I go outside, I'm like, oh, you're the reason. You're the reason. You're, you're it. You're, you're it. You're zero. Yep, you're it. You're another one. So I'm in line. My journal entry this week is, I do not like when people tell you information. That is shock value. But deliver it like it's no big deal. <laughs> I don't like that. I actually hate it. So I'm going to tell you what happened. Okay. I'm in line. And depending on the area of town that I'm in, I may or may not run into more patients than not. Sure. Depending on where I'm at. I run into a lot of people listening to the show. And I don't mind any of that. I really don't. I don't mind any of it. We start casually talking, this person and I. And they're like, man, it's great to see you. I haven't seen you since we were 16. I'm like, it's great to see you too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. But I understand the interaction is going to go on longer. And it's rude if I put my headphones back in. So we start to gab it. And this person's telling you all about their life and about what they've been up to. Very short story, by the way. Very short story. And at one point he goes to me. Now I am 38 years old. I'm 38. In school, I was born in January. So I am at the right age for the class I was in. Not one of those kids that was a year that should have been in this grade or should have been. Nope. I'm spot. I'm right. In, I'm right on. He said to me, how is life going? Blah, blah, blah. I said, it's going great. Little one's out of school. We're so close. We're almost done. She's almost going to be 18. He said, huh, well, I've 18. I've been working with my 26-year-old for the last seven years. And I started doing running the math real quick in my brain. Like, did I hear him right? Did he say 26? Did he say 26? He didn't say 26. So I said, well, that I thought he meant like 16. And I was like, well, that's cool that you have a kid in school who's also willing to help you. He's like, no, no, 26. I got a grandbaby too. And he's somebody you went to high school with? <laughs> Just doing some quick math. Um, I think you may have been molested. Because sounds like you had a baby or y'all had a baby before you could. I didn't even know sperm worked at that age. Like I thought. So it had to be like 13. 13. Oh, it works. Well, I don't know because I've never been a child who's been pregnant. But also I'm more concerned about the fact that you got raped as a child. Like. Was it another 13-year-old? Yeah. Like, I have so many questions. Yeah. Was it a grown woman? Yeah. Was it a grown... Like, what yeah. was the scenario upon which you are throwing this... Info I did not ask this information. 26 years old, 38. Well, okay, if he was... So I'm not was judging. Was he two years older than you? No, he's the same age as me. Okay, yeah, that's alarming. He's that's the same age as me. So my point is, is you do not throw that type of information out. To an individual you have not seen in over a decade. You know what? You're I'm not just wrong. in the store. I just want to check out. I just want to grab. And now here we are a week later chatting about it. And it's stressing you out. You have visible signs of stress. It's like, have you ever run into someone and you're like, you on a face value, you're just like, how are you? That's that's a quick answer. Yeah, that's life. a, I'm good. Even if you're not, you lie. Oh, you yeah. lie like everybody else. And you go, oh, doing okay. great. Yeah, you know. Busy, busy, go, go. That's it. That should be the extent. You're right. You're not wrong. There's nothing worse than when you go, so how are things going? And they're like, well, you know, Bob got cancer again. The cancer came back. You're thinking to yourself, who the fuck is Bob? Oh, it did? Yep, the cancer came back. And you remember Dorothy. Well, she got hit by a bus. 
So anyways, we've been dealing with her house. Turns out she was a hoarder. I'm like, whoa, first of all, I'm already too deep in this. Yeah. I just simply ran into you. You were my art teacher when I was 11. I just wanted to know how you're doing. And I didn't. But you see this on social media, right? Because people will do this all the time. They over share oh my god you know what that is a good one i don't like the over if 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 you just met me if we just meet tomorrow and i'm like hey we work together hey good to meet you i'm mamba you're ap great to meet you and the next words out of your mouth are it's good to meet you too i've really been looking for some good girlfriends since my husband left me after cheating on me with his brother's wife's brother what I don't need all those facts. I don't even know you. Do not tell me detrimental information about your life. And I just met you. I just you. saw one recently. And this is no shade to her if she listens to us. Because I'm not going to say the name specifically. But it was. I got really mixed tinglys inside. So she showed an image of herself. And she's singing this song. And it was the song like. I'm not happy now. But I'm just way less sad. <laughs> right? You know what I'm talking about? It's pretty uh -oh. good. You're like, uh-oh, uh-oh. And it has a little caption, and it says, how I feel about finding out that my boyfriend of four years was cheating on me for two and then had a baby behind my back. Oh, no. No, 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 no. That's all information you got to tell a therapist immediately. What? No. Don't tell anyone that. That's wild, right? And it's not about, I need the person who, if you are listening, I need you to understand something. It's yeah. not about the fact that we don't want you to have support. You know what that does? It bums me out. Bums because me it makes out. me believe that you have no one in your life. How could you not take it like that? It was just some, and I'm not saying that you need to like shut that in. No. Because there are amazing don't shut family, that in. friends, and obviously, like we said, professional help that will really help you cope with like, the trauma of that because that, that is has horrible to be fucking traumatizing like to be in a young committed relationship only to find out Her, it, i mean that's earth I shattering mean, that is literally earth shattering that whole little sentiment thing was just in like you right you got that like ugh. and on top of that sharing that with people who could care less about you that's what bums me out that's what bums me out the oversharing is like when people are sh sharing their miscarriage stories they're sharing the death of a child like these are all things that hit heavy with me when they're sharing um the loss of a partner holy christ i just burst into tears watching and i happen to believe that i'm a decent fucking person but like could you imagine like sharing this outpour of intimacy and and again it's just not me you guys like and I know everybody's different, but I could not agree with you more. The overshare is, we've got to get this under control. we got to get the oversharing under control because it's not just on social. That's what I'm saying. It's not just on social media. Strangers do it to me all of the time. And I don't care what anyone says. You guys are all so sweet and so nice. I do not have a face that says share with me. I don't. When I am in the store, I have headphones and I don't. I purposefully... Look down I'm at the ground, and I look very busy. Like, I always look like I'm, like, I always look like I'm trying to find the baby that I misplaced in the store. That's what I look. I look very stressed out, and that's on purpose, because I don't want to deal with more people, and that's just a selfish thing, right? But if I run into people, fine, it is what it is. But I, we, we've got to get out of this place where you are oversharing with people who are not in your inner circle. And if you don't have an inner circle, Right into our show. You can write into our show. We can talk about it. We, we can vent. Yeah, we I give you like ideas. You there are share... other productive ways than... Because I am telling you guys, when you share with a stranger in that way, because they went to the store to get milk. They were not prepared to hear about Bob and his fucking yeah. prostate cancer coming back. Yes, that's If true. you go online because you're having a shit day and you want to see a funny TikTok that makes you smile... And now I got your fucking shit up talking about, and you're like, oh, fuck. Well, that fucking, even if I want to be bummed out for you, I can't because I don't want to be bummed out right now. That's True. the only thing. So when people go to social media, nine times out of 10, they're doing it because they don't, it's a distraction. You want to lift your mood. Or you want to find something funny to laugh at and lift your spirits. When yeah. I see people doing the most, I have someone I know who does this all the time. He puts his relationship in the ether for everybody. 
and they do it in code, like he'll do something passive aggressive, she'll put out something passive aggressive. It's like, you guys, we can read between, why are you making this so uncomfortable for everybody? I don't like it. Yeah, it is not a good look, you guys. <coughs> we're gonna have to, we're gonna have to get this. We can beat it. Bring back we, jobs. Get back to work. Back because to you know what? You know who you can work, overshare guys. with? Who they, who can't leave? Who has to listen? Your coworker at work, Sarah. Oh my God. And you guys are going to become new best friends. You guys will. And that bitch can't go anywhere. Percent. She cannot, literally, she's clocked in for eight to 10 hours. And you guys will talk about intimate details of your life. And, and then and you'll by go the way, get margs after, even after hanging out for eight hours. And by the way, these are the same people that you work with. That you're going to quit this job, go to another one, never speak to these people again. You told them the most or, intimate details of oh, your totally. life. That, or you'll take one of them with you. You usually take life. one straggler, but you usually don't take the crew. But the, the amount true. of things that I have That's heard in a group setting, and I have said to a group setting, de depending on our what's going on in our lives, at work, is shit that, I mean, maybe I haven't even told you, maybe. And you do it because you're together for that long all day. Proximity. Go back to work people you've got to get back to work because i am telling you the amount of overshare when he said 26 okay that is an alarming number i was like that you, is an absolutely alarming you number. were raped does someone know you were well i mean unless it was two 13 year olds That's what I'm saying. which is still sick in its own but right if one was like 16 17 definitely hmm Taking it. Here, all I'm going to say is I don't like it. I don't care for it. And that's not information you share with someone you haven't seen in well over a decade in the middle of Walmart in line. Definitely you shouldn't share that with me. Definitely no. you shouldn't share that with me. No. And not because I'm going to come on my podcast you and talk need... about it. But... <laughs> no, and he's a great guy. And I'm not saying, like, that's great. He has this great relationship with his kid. And sure, that's really sure. amazing. Truly it is. It's really great. But also, I don't need, like, you should have just, like, I'm good. Pandemic, oh, that's the new thing. Like, is how was the pandemic free? Was it? That's my only thing to say to people now. Um, did you survive the pandemic okay? All I needed was a, yep, yep. That's not what I got. I got a lot of information that I didn't need. I was very confused. And the woman who was with him, she could see the confusion. Yeah. And I think she was reading it like judgment. I'm not judging. I'm concerned. Should we call somebody? Should we get you into therapy? You guys quit. <laughs> over sharing but i do think that everyone needs to get it out so if you need to get it out get into therapy right social into media the show social media is not right into the show get a good girlfriend go back to work i love it get a dog talk to your dog i talk to my dogs all the time yeah they're my biggest fans <laughs> they line up yeah they line up I will it. tell you, I did think about you before we get done. I, I, I had a relationship fight. I'm going to start sharing petty relationship fights so that other people can. Because I think sometimes when you have these petty fights with your spouse, you're like this. You're insane. But you're like, no, this is super normal. So Saturday I left. I went to Walmart. Like I said, I was having a very, very weird day. And in our house, we do have a dog door. But in the laundry room, before I leave the house, I always tell the boys, I'll see you when I get home. Behave yourselves. If you get, If I get home and you behaved... You're gonna get, everyone's going to get treats. We're all getting treats, okay? So they usually get, like, very excited. They go sit in their areas on the couch, and they relax, and then I leave. That's exactly what happened. I grab my phone. I grab my keys. I head out the door. I get a panicked phone call from my husband. <laughs> I'm in Walmart. Again, a lot of things happening. He's like, Max is was outside. When I was coming home, he was running down the street, ears flipped back, blister on his ear from the heat of the sun. And obviously, I instantly feel awful. I mean, it's my dog. I love my dog. Yes, of course. Max, I love Max more than a lot of motherfuckers in this house. If someone has to go, it's not going to be Max. Max is staying. Oh, like some of you can go. Max is staying. So we get in, I get in the house and I, I'm just like, we're on the phone. And he's like talking to me like, I was like, you want to go for, you want an adventure while I go to the store? Why don't you go for a heated adventure and I'll be back? Clear, clearly, I didn't mean to leave the dog like the dog got out in the garage somehow and when i closed the garage i was probably putting on makeup and didn't see him he was like bye mom <laughs> bye mom i'm out i'm out 
So I get home and my husband is just like really worked up about this. He's just like, I can't believe you. I can't believe you would let this dog out. And I said, well, I mean, you're not being rational because I didn't purposefully let the dog out. Yeah. I love this dog. And he, we were going back and forth. And at some point I get so mad that we were going round and round about this. Because I'm like, I don't know how the dog got out. And he's like, well, did it get out with your imagination? I was like, well, I don't like your tone. I don't like your tone. I don't like the tone you're taking with me right now. Okay? We're going back and forth. And I get so mad. I just, there's a bucket. I just kick the bucket. Yep. Sometimes you got to kick the bucket. But when I kicked the bucket, my shoe flew off. He didn't know what was happening. But <laughs> very startled. Well, right, because you've got a shoe and a bucket, and it was a it was a Birkenstock, and I'm sure it's very loud. Well, the bucket wasn't loud. The the I will say the kick was spot on. I could have been a kicker. <laughs> I could have been a kicker. Um, but like the bucket went flying, and then the shoe, the Birkenstock went like zooming past his face. <laughs> and he said to me, he goes, "Nice way to handle it with violence." <laughs> Like, 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 you know, when your spouse like talks, you're like, is talking therapy back to you. Right, right. He was like, way to use your words. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I was like, I just started laughing and he started laughing. And I was like, well, I'm sorry I kicked a bucket at your face. He's like, yeah, that's a great kick, though. Like, you were spot on. Like, you're like, I didn't mean to kick it. Like, I didn't think it was going to be so good. I thought it was going to be like a warning kick. No, like, no, I was going. Oh, I was like, you're either going to shut up because you're on your own or this bucket is going to hit you in the mouth and it's going to shut you the fuck up. I'm a thousand percent with that. Because remember, I just left Walmart, Lemon Valley. Yeah. The lady of the floor. Yeah. I'm still processing a lot what's happening for me. The dog's out. I'm still trying to figure out how. Yeah. And you're making me feel bad about it. I wasn't proud. But I kicked the bucket and he full on said to me. Because violence is violence is the answer. Violence is never the answer. Okay, use your words. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, it really got me. I will match you with one very short and sweet one because okay. I can't think of the specific incidents. But my husband, my husband will do this all the time. Yeah, and it enrages me. <laughs> An incident very similar to that would happen. Yeah. Let's just say. Things happen, right? Sometimes you close the door behind you too fast and it'll right. crack open. Or you will leave a candle on. Right. Right? Like you might leave the kitchen Things island. Happen. Yeah. Things happen and they're irresponsible. And sure. you're bummed out because Nine right with Max, like that was such a sad thing because his little ear blister. And then for me, like it's always the what ifs. Like what if the house caught on fire? What right. if the kids' fingers got crushed? Right? My husband does this thing where like an incident like this will happen and then he will say, why did you do that? <laughs> In which case I will have to match him with, well, you know, when I was thinking about leaving the front door open, I thought better if somebody robs us and then we don't have to replace the door. Right. I'm just saying like when I forgot to lock it, I just thought. I don't want to risk them kicking it in. Why don't I just let them come what? in? And I'll just, just let them come in and take, and take whatever you want. And then right. you can exit out without ruining the door. Right? Didn't that right. make thought? Pro- Why the fuck are you asking me that? Like, fucking clearly, Why the I fuck didn't did fucking you let mean. the dog out? Are you- like, why are we going round and round about this? I clearly didn't let the, my favorite fucking, and I'm going to say it, person, not dog. He is my favorite fucking person. No, a thousand okay? percent. I love him. Seriously, he is my, I had him before I had you. And do you really think that I set him out in this, like, what the fuck is wrong? That's what I was saying to him. I was fucking kicking the bucket. I was like, what fucking, what world do you live That's, in where I did this on purpose? That story reminded me of a million of the petty husband marriage fights that, like that's a statement it was really cute why would you do that i was like what when i really sit down and i think about it let me mull it over well he was really cute he goes you didn't have i said what was the main issue when you called me and you told me what happened and then i had my response he goes your response wasn't big enough and i said well right because i'm in a fucking store be matched I'm so in a that, store. That makes sense. Did you want me to throw down my items, start hysterically? No! 
Did you want me to do this? I'm on my way. I'm running to the car. What? Well, do you have them in the house? Is he safe? Okay, well, I'm going to continue shopping. When I'm done with these items, getting them food, what? doing all the other shit, getting your shit, then I will be home to deal with the problem. None of this was into, yeah, it was so funny. And he just started laughing. He was like, I'm really sorry. I shouldn't have made you feel bad. I'm like, no, it's, but just like, you know, common sense. I already felt bad, motherfucker. I already felt bad. He's my favorite dude. Yeah. Yeah. So I know we're getting, we're getting out of the pandemic slump. We're all starting to act a little weird. I get, I got mm -hmm. the, I think I might have the pandemic blues. Mm-hmm. I think they're calling. We should start calling blues. it the pandemic blues. Post the PB, the pandemic the blues. The PB. Post pandemic blues. PPB. PPB. Guys, we're gonna beat it. We're, we're gonna can, beat this. We we're gonna beat, beat the this. PPB. And um, if your therapist take this and use it and coin it, I want my money. Run me my motherfucking money. Run us our money because that is brilliant. P, P. Yeah, you might be able to just go in and ask your doctor to prescribe you something for PPP. They're like, they're like, what did they say would help? I don't know. <laughs> they weren't specific. They just said it's not great. Give me the cocktail. Give, you know what? <laughs> mix it up. Just mix it up. Um, you guys, I cannot thank everyone enough. Um, AP and I do this for a lot of different reasons, but um, you guys are amazing. <laughs> Our numbers are wild. Like, we just have the best support. So we love you guys so much. Thank you so much for tuning in for another episode. Absolutely. Be sure to follow us on Instagram, which is The Hate Journals. And, of course, Twitter is The Hate Journals. And our website is thehatejournals.com. We love you guys. And we will see you next week. Bye. Bye.